Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A episode of Optimal Relationships Daily. This one is number 2073. I'm Greg Audino, your host, and I am here yet again to answer a question sent in by one of your fellow listeners, which is my favorite part of hosting this show for you. First, I will read the question aloud, then I will get into my response. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. I'm struggling with how to help my younger brother, who seems to be victimizing themselves. They bring me down because most conversations are about how something catastrophically wrong is happening at all times. But when I try to suggest an alternative way to do or think, they lash out, like they don't see their exaggerated all-or-nothing mentality, and when I point it out, they get mad. I feel like I was in a similar situation as him a couple years ago, but I don't know how to handle being on the other end of that conversation. All right, and thank you very much to the asker for submitting this question today. I think the conflict here is one that a lot of us can probably relate to. I'm sure many of us have uh, felt the frustration of trying to get through to someone and encourage them to see things differently, but not being able to do so. And the frustration that comes with that can often lead to a lot of orders being given, uh, as opposed to questions being asked. And having that feeling of wanting to shake someone can easily replace the drive to want to connect with them. But needless to say, when our own feelings of tension are mixed into the recipe, collaboration tends to digress. So let's work on how to avoid all of that. So number one for me is to keep the questions flowing so that ideas can be explored more easily than they can be enforced, if that makes sense. So this does not have to be about you throwing out suggested solutions or alternative means of thinking to your brother, as you mentioned. Instead, try to help him find those on his own by asking powerful questions of self-reflection. So off the top of my head, I think some questions in your case might be, are there patterns between the types of things that you worry about? Try to ask yourself this question too, as in, um, like, see if you can pick up on patterns connecting his concerns. How can I best support you? What can you do about it now? Or how can you keep your composure so as to handle it more effectively? And have you felt similarly convinced of things going wrong in the past? And they might have end and did they end up not being as bad as you initially thought they would be? You see, questions like these and similar ones, they put you on the same side. They provide a safe and stable foundation to get your brother thinking on his own because he's being stimulated to do so, while at the same time not feeling as at risk for judgment. And it should be said that people make the most meaningful and long-lasting changes when they do uh, come to those conclusions for themselves like this. Now, of course, I encourage you to ask questions of yourself as well, questions that get you more in touch with your own feelings and how you're using them to connect with your brother, because your feelings are definitely a play here. You're definitely projecting them as you talk with him. So that being said, uh, questions for yourself might be, how can I relate to my brother by talking about my experience with similar feelings a few years ago? Could my brother be more susceptible to these types of theories because of something else going on in his life right now, or something that might have kickstarted this ideology in the past? What tone have I been taking with my brother, and how might he feel hearing it? whether I consider his feelings to be justifiable or not? And what did I need a few years ago? What did I need a few years ago to help rebalance my thinking? If I have truly healed from similar thinking patterns, how did I do it? 
And could my brother maybe benefit from the same approach? Now, self-directed questions like these, they can come with difficult realizations, so buyer beware. Uh, But I do believe you owe it to the growth of both yourself and your brother to be open to whatever comes up for you. You know, perhaps your fear of falling back into this way of thinking yourself and desire to shut all of that out is maybe preventing you from being as patient with him as he might need you to be. Or maybe you feel it's your responsibility to save your brother and do this all for him if you have a history of kind of bailing him out. And it's difficult for you to let him get himself out of harm's way. So, yeah, you know, these are just a couple of conclusions you may come to. Surely they are not guarantees. But I use them as realistic examples to show you how this struggle to help your brother likely comes from blind spots that you both have and are being integrated into the conversation. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the work we all have to do uh, to become better communicators and better managers of conflict. But at the end of the day, some basic facts likely remain, and those would be that your brother is scared, and sometimes logic can break people of their fears, but support almost always does a better job of it. It seems like right now your brother needs you to be on his side. You know, once he feels as though you support him and that he can trust that you're not just there to tell him his concerns are foolish and unrealistic, then he'll probably become more receptive to your suggestions uh, and the questions I've suggested if you want to try any of those and questions that you come up with on your own, which I, again, highly encourage. Remember that this all-or-nothing mentality of his It might seem exaggerated to you, but it definitely is not to him. And as the one who is struggling, he is unlikely to see these problems through your lens until you first are able to try seeing things through his lens. And finally, the last thing I'll say is that a lot of what I've talked about today is based upon the assumption that your brother is an adult or close to it. Should he be a a young teen or somewhere in that age range or younger? Of course, it's still helpful to create open conversations, as we've discussed, but you do need to become more cognizant of where he is developmentally. And I would recommend asking maybe a teacher of his, a child psychologist, if you have access to one or someone similar, um, if you do need help understanding that. Okay, and thank you once again to the asker for submitting this wonderful question. I do hope you found this helpful and that you come up with some more personalized questions for your brother and yourself as you navigate this together. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from my response, or I hope it to be. (laughs) Uh, Again, goals to keep in mind with these conversations are camaraderie, open-mindedness, compassion, thought exploration, and support. I think if you lead from these places, or at least just one of them, I'm sure you'll find better outcomes than the ones you've been having so far. Now, for anyone else that wants to submit a question to the show, you are more than welcome to do so. You are encouraged, actually. Go ahead and send them to me by emailing advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. You will definitely hear back from me, and we would love to hear from you. That will do it for today, though, everyone. Thanks a lot for stopping in. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and be sure to come back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.